back old school. I love that song. That's funny. I haven't heard that in such a long time. But it was like the song, man. Like it was the number one hit off that album. What I got. Sublime, sublime. Everybody had that album growing up. Crazy. I don't cry when my dog runs away. Man, that's <laughs> it's weird because that's a great th- that song was almost overplayed for our generation, and so I maybe that's part of why I haven't heard it in such a long time. And then to just kind of go in with a fresh mind, and you know, ah, that was enjoyable. Don't get one that CD that 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 album's been making around for some reason. Like, Has I know it that really? Song <laughs> Santeria's been popping up everywhere. All right, man. I can only assume one of the kiddos out there is, uh, you know, covering it in some form. Uh, you know, Rome with Sublime coming to Red Rocks this summer. I was surprised Terrible. to see them. Yeah, I saw them many years ago. Maybe one of the worst shows I've ever seen. The worst, dude. The <laughs> yeah, worst. dude. Absolutely. I, I don't know what was going on there. Like, a cover band would have been better, which is weird because they had, like, two out of the three original members there. It was dude. It was literally like a. It was literally an SNL sketch of like an old jaded band playing (laughs) their songs that they don't want to play. You know. Yes. It was really strange. Um, Maybe it's better. They were too good for it. You know. I saw that. I think I saw them on their first round through. Maybe here we are. What? Man, it's got to be ten years later. I'm guessing they've improved, or you know upped their game a little bit. If they're still playing Red Rocks, they must still draw a crowd of some sort. I'm sure they got like mm. Slightly Stupid or some other bigger band opening for or with them. It's usually how See, it I goes. Go, I, I go with the, I, I'm going to have to follow Adam Carolla on this one with like the musician thing, right? It's like, dude, if you're just always touring, like what's his name? Uh, Garth Brooks? I don't think that guy has stopped since like 1985. Garth Brooks you know? still touring? That's incredible. Like, I'm just saying, never stops, right? Yeah, well, I hope he stops once in a while and then does a, like a tour or two of Chris Gaines, his rock alter ego. <laughs> right, he does so much rocking and touring, he had to start. He had to do it as two guys. That's like, right. That's, he, just, he couldn't get enough as one guy. Like, they wouldn't even book Garth for that many shows, so he came in as Chris. We got too know? much Garth. We need somebody else. All right, I'll give you Chris Gaines. That's, that's you know what? I'm going to perform as Garth, but I'm going to open as Chris. So it's <laughs> crazy. Whereas the Sublime with Rome, they like do a, a tour for four months, and then you don't see them for three years. Okay, so you're just coming around when the money's gone. Good you don't really call, love performing. Yeah. You don't really love doing it, and it shows in the performance. I think if know? I were to see an iteration of Sublime, I'd check out the Long Beach Dub All-Stars if they ever did a, a round Remember them, dude? I liked the Long Beach Dub All-Stars. It had uh, the original members of Sublime as well, but it had like an ensemble cast of uh, people who were on the music scene there in the West Coast. And, you know, it was lighthearted, fun music, man. I'm willing to bet a Long Beach Dub All-Star show, a lot of good cold beer and uh, just the smell of weed everywhere you walk. I can only imagine. To, To be fair, though, now that I think about it, like, they were in another band. That was like a different band. They did their own music. Like, it would kind of suck. Like, imagine just you're with two guys. The three of you are best friends. You have a band. You make it to the top. And then, like, one of your best friends and members of the band dies of heroin. <clears throat> yeah. And you gotta just, you gotta spend the next 30 years playing his song. I don't know. Queen's been touring with a guy who sings equal to. Uh, good call. Yeah, no, fuck you guys. Freddy. Look at Grateful Dead. Fuck you guys. The Grateful Dead's been touring with John Mayer as Jerry Garcia for 10 years now. Like, I, I yeah. think, I don't know, uh, if you're talented enough, you should be able to up the game. Like, I saw John Mayer play a few times with the Dead. Like, he's pretty good. Like, he's on less heroin than Jerry was. You know what I'm saying? Like, he could, he hits more notes. Yeah, but that was CIA heroin. <laughs> That's, right. That's good stuff. Pure. That's right, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, there's a there's a possibility sublime they could get. You know, why stick with Rome? You could probably get somebody who l- sounds more like the original guy. Mm, you should get John Mayer. Actually, you stole your psycho, dude. I was just thinking. 
Everybody should put, just get John Mayer. You know what I want to see actually is Sublime with John Mayer. That would be fucking That'd awesome. Be great. <laughs> hey Ringo, what are you doing? You should get John Mayer too. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I was thinking Sublime with Ringo. You just <laughs> oh, two drummers, dude. That's genius. Sublime, you throw in a Ringo and a John Mayer. I mean, come on. That's yeah, come on. How do you get better than that? <laughs> can you can you add Jeff Goldblum on piano, please? This is like, I think oh, we, no. just, we just created a super group here. No. <laughs> I believe that's how heaven was created. <laughs> <laughs> they all hit a C at the perfect timing. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, you need John Mayer. That's the key. Yeah, all, all you bands out there trying to rekindle that old fire, uh, Pick up John Mayer. He'll help you out. He'll take you to that next level. S- somewhere in a desert, there's a lost tomb where etched on the wall is the fifth element. And it is John Mayer. He's he's going back on tour. He's coming to Denver. Is he really? You got to see the picture of his like tour, his promo thing. It's just uh, him with a like a black turtleneck, and he's holding like a classical acoustic guitar. And Dude, like, he looked 27 when I was 12. I know. Now I'm 35. I'm bald. I'm like I look so old, and I look, he still looks 27. <laughs> he, what the fuck is going on? I was dude. about to say he looks exactly the same. If exactly like, the same. I was like, is how old is his picture? Is that what he looks like now? What the fuck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> how much it's Korean foreskin does that guy take? <laughs> Oh, they're running out of Koreans. <laughs> Call back. <laughs> there's, there's, there's not a Korean foreskin left in the north. <laughs> we're, we're sorry, Miss Bullock, but uh, John Mayer had just come to town. We're fresh out. Uh, <laughs> we, we will start uh, circumcise the woman. <laughs> Half population untouched. Yeah, John Mayer, he's not aging. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it's got to be adrenochrome, man. It always comes down to the. I was just gonna, I was just gonna say, you guys are crazy. What, what makes you believe people on the left, the elites, are doing adrenochrome? Uh, exhibit A, John Mayer. <laughs> Have you seen Ant Man? The guy hasn't aged in thirty years. The guy was born in nineteen forties. <laughs> Like, even, like, I know Keanu, he's aging a little bit finely, but he still looks outrageously young for his age. Ah, no, he's starting to show. He looks good. I like the way he ages. He's aging naturally. Oh, yeah, I'm saying I I dig it, but... He's like a samurai. He's like a modern-day samurai. You know, I do believe he's half Japanese. Is he? I mean, was that racist? No, uh, because he does... I think he was actually one of the 47 Ronin or uh, whatever right. that Yeah, so he yeah, 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 yeah. He, no, has, he was the one Ronin, right? That fought Oh no. I don't know. I We're don't thinking remember. of the movie Ronin actually with a right. uh, has a, pheno- a phenomenal car chase scene. Uh <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, no. I'm thinking of the movie where there was like Robert De Niro. The Last Samurai. Yeah, there's a samurai movie with Keanu Reeves. I don't know why Either we're extremely racist, or uh, he's definitely been a samurai in some movie. I think we might be racist. Well, we definitely are bigots. There's no doubt. Thank God it's Women's Month and not Asian Month. Otherwise, we'd really hear about it. (laughs) Did you see? I think it was yesterday. No, two days ago. I was going to bring it on the show, but I I didn't have the time to look up the list. It uh, It was every day. It was like health day. You know, Carrot Day, uh, Book Reading Day, <laughs> National uh, Woman's Day. It was like Frederick's Day. Uh, you know, anybody who has a se- seventh toe day. Uh, it was like, the list was incredible. Yeah. No, this, this is Woman's Month. I know, but... <laughs> we talked about how there's no... Like, Not to be confused with Breast Cancer Awareness Month. <laughs> That's during football season. There's so many, we have so many causes, right, that 
there aren't a, we have 360 something days a year. There's not enough days. We're multiple we've multiple causes <laughs> per day now. Months are overlapping. It, it, it's anarchy with these days, man. I'm telling you, I, we brought this up a while back, but I think we're right on the money. We need more months. They need to officially yes. add more months to the calendar so we could celebrate and uh, do more days and months for more, mm. un, you know, uh, victimized cultures and people. We'll start doing half days. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So now we have 830. I think we should do leap years for these months, maybe. You know, like this this year we're doing Women's Month, but next year, sorry, it's Native Americans Month. <laughs> Okay, that's it. That's it. 2024 is going to last 9,000 days, and everybody's going to get one day. We're just going to knock these all out, and then we're going to go back to normal. Is that fair? Everybody's going to fucking day. There's even, like, awareness days. You know, like, pe- old people who fall down the stairs, awareness day. You know? And it's whoa, like- whoa, whoa, Frank, this isn't Black Awareness Day. This is... Black History Month Awareness Day. This is the day to get you aware of the Black History Month that's coming. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, you bigot. <laughs> it's just so incredible. Every day now. It's a day for so many fucking people and things. It's like, who could keep track of this stuff? <laughs> the best part is you can look at all of them. I, I can literally look at all your days. There's more day, There's there's more sp- specialties. That I literally look at your whole list. We can all <laughs> celebrate it on one day. June 1st is Fuck White Man Day. <laughs> we should just have one day that's just no white man day. No straight white man day. All white men, all straight white men stay home. <laughs> and everybody it's, else can go around celebrating we, themselves. We just... Have to segregate it all. That's what we have to do. Uh, it's, That's so it's, you know, it's so funny, man. That I just find it hilarious that um, everybody's got to have a day, right? Well, we ran out of days. We'll throw you on Indigenous Persons Day. Sorry, it's the best we could do. You know, like, and then you gotta like email the Indigenous person, be like, sorry, we had to add Pie Awareness Day. You know, because it's the, you know the, they eat pies on that day. You know. Like, it's just, like, so crazy. So fucking crazy. Everyone's got to be appeased with their fucking day or their fucking month. I've never asked for a day. I don't even ask for a fucking day off. It's unbelievable. I know you don't want to share it with the indigenous people, but the only, your only other option is Kidney Stone Day. <laughs> <laughs> you want to be celebrated with the Kidney Stones? All right. I don't ask for shit. What about for, we should have a day for people who don't ask for shit day? Let's get one of those days. Yeah, I don't. I, I never asked to be. I don't even want to be celebrated on my birthday. No, I don't no. want to be celebrated ever. I want. I want you to leave me alone for one day. <laughs> yeah, I want leave me alone day. That's what yeah. <laughs> be the best. Yeah. I got a fight for days where people just leave me alone. <laughs> I'm like, I fucking can't get over this, man. This this month, that last month. <laughs> this next month. Oh, the week, though. What about this day? Remember that day? Oh, how about awareness on this day? Oh, my God. Oh, we're celebrating everybody. Everybody's special. Everybody's fucking special. When did everyone have to be so fucking special, man? Fuck. I'm, I'm like, exploding on this one. I can't get over it. I, t- I opened the calendar. God. This this day, that day. Oh, come on, be aware, dude. Uh, the best part, the best part though, is I heard this joke from this plumber. He said he got it from somebody. Every one of the comedians, I forgot who. But uh, every time you like say something or something, he'll be like, "Whoa, I thought Pride Month was in June." <laughs> what's, with, what's with all this f- talk? <laughs> I'm uh, a little bit wired on the days, the celebrations, the months is because it is Women's Month and Pride Month yeah. is is in two months from now. Let us not forget. And then Can't we're going to have Pride Day celebrations across the country. We we must remember that. Well, if you're a gay black woman, dude, you'd never stop celebrating. That's right. <laughs> you got like four months straight. Well, but here we are. And because... Hockey is played in the winter months. They don't have an opportunity, right, to celebrate Pride Month 
and the pride days that exist during pride month. So they must have their own pride nights, right? During non-pride no. months. And we covered, remember, there was the Pittsburgh player. It was yeah. national news. He didn't want to wear the, the pride jersey. And everyone was all upset. Well, now, Mike, the Blackhawks, the Chicago Blackhawks, are stepping into the game. The Chicago Blackhawks reportedly won't wear Pride-themed warm-up jerseys during Sunday's Pride game over safety concerns for its Russian players. The Hawks host the Vancouver Canucks on Sunday at the UC. A recent Russian law expands restrictions on activities seen as promoting LGBTQ rights. The team has a few Russian players with family or connections in the country. The Associated Press reports the Blackhawks made the decision after discussions with security both in and outside of the franchise, Pride Night will include DJs from the LGBTQ community and a performance from the Chicago Gay Men's Course. Yeah! Uh, I wonder how Zelensky feels about gays. We need a sleeves for <laughs> the gays. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I don't think... Uh, I don't think the LGBTQ sandwich uh, community is very popular in Ukraine or Russia. Or Eastern Europe. Or Eastern I think they're actually illegal in, like, Poland. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think I'm making that up, actually. I'm pretty sure you can't be gay or have an abortion in Poland. Yeah, no, I've been uh, informed by people from many countries that they just do not have gays. That's right, man. And it's like, yeah, no, we just don't have them. We don't have any in our family. Remember? <laughs> Two immigrant families, Italy, Poland, no gays. It's amazing. Something in the water there in Europe, I'm assuming. Yeah. Or it's a cultural thing. Or it's a cultural thing, and you're not allowed to talk about it. Uh, maybe some of these countries don't allow it. But, Mike, you know what? This country, America, so bigot, such a bigot, such a racist, this whole place, everybody, white supremacist, you know, the whole thing. It's a system... It's uh, systemic, it's indoctrinated, and uh, how funny it is, is it that, you know, hockey, especially here, man, a lot of Russians, <clears throat> obviously, this is going to come up. It already has multiple times with multiple teams. Pride night, really? Do you have to do it at this thing? Like, this is, it's retarded, man. Yeah, I don't get it. It's hockey, though. Like, hockey's like a drunk dude's... Uh, we're going to get into a How fist fight How many gay sport. dudes are, are watching hockey? That's, I'm, I don't think the gay yeah. population is really tuned in to the NHL. Yeah. You could let it go. Very... You could let it go. You could let that go. Stop trying yeah. to... And the, and the teams, the players, the league, you know, they're kind of saying, let's drop this one. I think we could get off this hill. I mean, most of the people playing in the league, you know, did you catch what they're saying? I mean, they were worried about their safety, essentially. Yeah, you're going to go home, and they're going to be like, what the fuck was with that flag? Exactly. Yeah. You support gays? Are you gay? (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. (laughs) Which is hilarious, because in run, like, our NHL players, as manly and as tough and strong as you can be in America, they go to Russia. They're practically women. <laughs> so there are there they are worried people will think they're gay. It's just funny how America gets slapped in the face all the time with the reality that especially in the woke age, you know, that this stuff doesn't fly overseas and America, believe it or not, it's a melting pot. Got a lot of people from other countries here and, uh, you know, they're not into it. They're not into it. And they're just not going to play your game. They don't care if you cancel them. I think that's what always bothered me the most about the transgender movement is why does your belief that you're a man or a woman just automatically supersede these traditions that these people have held for thousands of years? Right. And their beliefs. Right? (laughs) Yeah. I get you believe you're a girl, but they believe you're a man. Yes. So, why does your belief matter more?
You know, it's kind of weird. You know my obsession with the Gatorade Fit drink commercial with the uh, yeah, obese, the, the obese lady uh, doing yoga. <laughs> I finally have someone else on my team. Uh, Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew covered it. Actually, oh, that's right. I re- yeah, that's right. And uh, I have. Uh, I'm happy to know that I'm not alone in thinking that there's something wrong culturally going on here by us putting this image out. And we have just this toxic culture right now. Yeah. Trying to push lifestyles on people that just don't jive with what they're into. Yeah. Get the LGBT stuff out of hockey. When I'm watching basketball, take the obese woman doing yoga out of my commercials. This isn't the place for it. You know what? Gatorade, do your obese lady doing yoga. Put it uh, on the commercials during the view. <laughs> oh, good call. Yeah, where many of many of fat women will see it. They'll watch it. They'll love it. They'll be into it. They'll buy your drink. But get it. Stop putting it on <laughs> the uh, Saturday night marquee game. That's yeah, not the place call. for it. Get it out of here. And I get it. You're pushing an agenda, but everything now is fucking pushing an agenda, and it's getting nauseating. Yeah. And thank God you got the words off the court. Remember Black Lives Matter on the basketball courts? Oh, dude, they're all faded off the streets. Oh, yeah, that's right. Remember all the fucking streets were painted Black Lives Matter? I totally forgot that they got painted on the streets. I don't know if that happened here in Denver. Not as much support, maybe, but... Not a lot of blacks. (laughs) Not as much support. Uh... (laughs) All the agenda stuff, uh, get it out of sports. I've, I've had enough. I think most people have had enough. I think the athletes have had enough. I don't think the football players want to oh, put yeah. the messages of hope on their helmets anymore. They're glad they don't have to deal with questions about Colin Kaepernick anymore. Uh, you know, baseball, somehow baseball has escaped all woke shit. On some level, <laughs> baseball has remained just this old school sport and i'm happy for it probably because baseball never really gains or loses fans like you're born a fan you're a fan for life baseball gained many a fan this past week i don't know if you caught it but it was the conclusion of the world baseball classic japan beat i can't believe they won the u.s three to two it was riveting it was fantastic i loved it I watched a good chunk of the games uh, throughout this uh, series. I just had such a blast. I'm so glad they do this, and I can't wait for the next round. I loved having the best player in the world, uh, Shohei uh, Otani. See, I'm racist. I don't know how to say his name. And then uh, against the (laughs) other best player in the world, uh, just an American classic baseball hero, man, Mike Trout, dude. (laughs) <laughs> no way is that his name yes do you have you seen mike trout he's literally no. he's one of the best ba- uh when he's healthy one of the best baseball players um on the planet and he is just like literally if you look at a picture of mike trout he just is an american baseball player like you like you don't get any more american baseball than that guy his name is mike trout and so. his name is mike trout and um, pretty american well my favorite thing about mike trout is uh, during the lockout last year, there was a guy on uh, the baseball subreddit on Reddit who drew a picture of Mike Trout every day of the lockout, and they were absolutely hilarious. I think he ended up selling his artwork, and he has like a book of them now. Like you can get like a coffee table book of them. They progressively got so fantastic. <laughs> like the yeah. first one, it was like a really like retarded looking, like a fifth grader drew Mike Trout. And then when he got to, like, day 67, they were, like, very impressive professional drawings of Mike Trout, like, in action. Uh, but doing doing various, like, uh, you know, it would be Mike Trout in different situations, you know, like in the movie Pulp Fiction or, you know, eating sushi or, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Anyways, congratulations to baseball in my book. I've always been a huge fan. I follow every year. And I was glad to see that, like, well over four, four and a half million people uh, tuned in for the final game. 
Uh, that's a year's worth of viewers for CNN. Oh, I don't think they'll ever hit that again. <laughs> that's right. And I got to say, as a fan of neither sport, I really hope baseball just overtakes the World Cup. Because fuck soccer. Yeah, man. I think- oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Fuck football. Oh, oh you fucking <laughs> fuck. <laughs> fuck out of here. I'm so sick of that shit. On a side note, I did have this week on Monday my fantasy baseball draft for 2023. Mike, it is that time of year we're back. Wow. Back in it. I get no break between the fantasy sports, my man. No, that's crazy. You got a good lineup? You know, uh, if any of our listeners don't recall, I... uh, uh, followed a certain method the last two years, got into the top three the year before. This past year, I won the championship, and I followed the same pattern this year. I think I have a similarly excellent team. I think I'm going to roll all the way to the championship again. I've got it. I just have to play the waiver wire uh, like I did last year. Wow. And um, I'm excited. I'm really uh, just, uh, you know, I want to go to some baseball games this year. I'm happy for, you know, it's the first week of spring. I just love the idea that summer is around the corner. I like warm weather. I like going to the ball games. And uh, I like... No word on the season tickets, huh? I did not go for the season tickets. <clears throat> yeah, it was a bummer. Uh, you know, uh, it was either... Um, you know, you got to go either with the ring or the season tickets, and if you don't get the ring, then uh, you don't live in the house anymore. If that makes sense. That's well, good. You, don't, <laughs> you don't get the ring, then you got an empty seat, you know? Uh, that's right. <laughs> Nobody wants to be the guy on TV next to an empty seat. When that kiss cam comes, pretty lonely. <laughs> you know, kissing yourself. <laughs> then you're just kissing your season tickets. <laughs> Oh, uh, that's right, man. So no season tickets this year. Another year, perhaps. Look, the Rockies, they're going to be pure stinkhouse, so there'll be many opportunities. Well, I have a feeling that Dude Man podcast is going to take off, and, uh, you know, by next year I should have enough money to buy those tickets for you, and I'll just fly out on my... Uh, All right. Yeah, we'll do a live show from uh, the Rock Pile. It'll be fantastic. <laughs> yeah, that'll be great. We'll do our season tickets. <laughs> I smell the fortune coming. That's right, man. Uh, well, <laughs> and by smelling that, I mean I smell a little myocarditis. Yeah, man. I've been dying to talk about this. <clears throat> I knew you would be, so we got to bust it out. So Rand Paul is uh, sticking it to the CEO of Moderna. Uh, Look at Rand Paul is like that fucking fish that like buries itself in the sand. <laughs> you know what I mean? That guy just disappeared forever. And then just fucking pounces. I think he just got his evidence together. He's been dying to go after um, everyone behind the pandemic, the vaccines, uh, the labs, everything. I, you know, I think he's saving the best for last, Mike. You know he is. Yeah. Uh, but first, he's starting off with this guy from Moderna. This is fantastic. Uh, he's basically... Just asking about what's the deal with the myocarditis here. <laughs> it's just amazing because, like, every time I see him talk, I just in my head picture all of us dummies who didn't want the vaccine and shit That's just right. behind it. Like, we were too dumb to ever explain why, you know? Oh, yeah. So we're all just standing behind him cheering, like, yeah, what he said. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. I. <laughs> I think for everyone who's ostracized from their communities or felt like they were alone in, you know, and locked at home, and then we were, would we be forced to take these things? Were they going to, like, arrest us? Like, these are scary times. And we didn't want to take these vaccines because we weren't sure about the short-term or long-term consequences. We There was no data, and we were, uh, you know torn to shreds by people around us for suggesting that the government didn't have the data on what was going on with these things. And so I think hearing it now in real time, that's the whole point to Rand Paul's process, which is I need to slowly drip by drip, spell this out for the American public. These people didn't test this and it's, and it's hurting you and they knew it. 
and they made money off of it. That's the worst part, is they knew. And they pushed They knew it. a certain percentage of you were going to die. Yes. This isn't a conspiracy yeah. now. It's, <laughs> the checks have been signed. We have the proof. These people made a lot of money off of continuing a program that they had evidence to prove was hurting and killing a substantial amount of people. And now all of a sudden we got pilots getting strokes and football players having heart attacks. It's not a coincidence. So uh, Rand Paul, at least, I can't believe here we are in 2023 and I'm saying, thank God we have Rand Paul in the Senate. Right. To, right? to be shining a light on this. Remember when the adults were back in charge? <laughs> That's right. Jesus Christ. All right, here we go. This is a hot one. I really love this clip. Mr. Vansell, uh, Moderna recently paid NIH $400 million. Do you believe it creates a conflict of interest for the government employees who are making money now off of the vaccine to also be dictating the policy about how many times we have to take the vaccine. <laughs> Good morning, Senator. Uh, indeed, we recently well, made the formalities. before Christmas last year a $400 million payment to the NIH for uh, an old patent that they had developed, not related to COVID, but useful in the development of a COVID vaccine uh, to, to pay them for their work. Uh, it's for the U.S. government to assess how that money should be Do you think it creates a conflict of interest for the same people deciding the policy of how often we have to take the vaccine to also be making money the more times we take the vaccine? Yes it, or no? This is for the government to decide. Senator. You have no opinion on whether or not it creates a conflict of interest. Is there a higher interest or a higher incidence of myocarditis among adolescent males 16 to 24 after taking your vaccine? So thank you for the question, Senator. Oh, 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 yeah, listen, yes. the way he specified, the way, like, listen, this is what I, bothered me throughout the entire time, right? Yeah, man. Yeah. <coughs> when Fauci talks, it's like, nah, the vaccine is good. It's actually proven better for everybody from 36 to 94. And you're like, what? Yes. You know, it's like, it's almost like you guys broadened that age bracket to skew the numbers. You know, but yes. then Rand Paul comes in and he asks for a very specific eight year age group. Like, that is wow. You must know something, Mr. Paul. You know? Well, he's looking at the stats in front of him, the same ones Moderna was looking at when they said, let's not worry about that and uh, let's cash some, uh, some checks here, baby. Oh, yeah. And oh, so, man. <laughs> dude, he's, he's got him on this one. You have no opinion yeah. on whether or not it creates a conflict of interest. Is there a higher interest or a higher incidence of myocarditis among adolescent males 16 to 24 after taking your vaccine? So thank you for the question. That is such a young <laughs> age group, too. Sorry, I, I had to stop. No. That age group is shocking. The fact that you you're having myocarditis at 16 to 24, dude, you are at the prime, man. I I know you don't think about it, but for me, that is our military. Yes. Like, that is well, everything. That you're actually, is our future. Well, you're giving me chills, actually, because what I think he's state or um, what <coughs> the stats that I think he's reading are the study from the military out of 2021 that indicated... I know it's a, not good. Well, the, it showed a huge increase in the rate of myocarditis. Wow. So it, I think... really That age group <clears throat> really scares me because that... Whether you want to believe it or not, that is our future. A virus, a real virus could come through, and really people 40s and over, 30s and older who are out of shape and stuff, it'll wipe you out. Like the plague. Yeah, man. You know, something like... Absolutely. But like, like your future depends on those people. As you said, that is your physical prime. Like you are... Nothing is knocking down a 20-year-old, you know? Dude, even like 24... Like, 24-year-olds are the best football players on the planet. They're the yeah, best athletes. Players, all of them. Yeah. They are just physically unreal. Well, just look, at, look at the Olympian. The Olympians are all yes. late teens, yes. early 20s. That's, that look, is that's physical prime, dude. You shouldn't be having peak. heart enlargement and heart attack issues. Right. And, and by the way, <coughs> I never heard of this being a problem with that age group ever before. Uh, by the way, before the pandemic, all I ever heard about that age group was drug overdoses. We were literally partying too hard. 
Yes, because our hearts could take it to the max. <laughs> See what I'm saying? We could do all the cocaine, and then we do all of it, and we, then the heart would give out. We grew up in one of the last great times, man. <laughs> Dude, I agree. I see kids now, man. I feel really sorry for them. Just even the fact that we grew up without <sighs> cell phones and internet is just a blessing. I watched The Sandlot the other day, dude. Oh, Bro, yeah. We, we might be the last. Right <laughs> dude, we might be the last generation that just rode our bikes around. Wow, man. You don't see, like, groups of kids just riding their bikes. Dude, winter, summer, didn't matter, dude. You'd be in a group riding your bikes, meeting up with other groups, you know? No, now if you hang out in downtown Denver, you see, like, three or four uh, crunchy-looking dudes in their 40s riding around on, like, dirty BMXs. Yeah, that's not as cool. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's really hard to explain to dudes in their early 30s that, like, like, especially in your early 30s, it's kind of a weird transition phase where, like, they don't understand it's not cool to do the things you did. I don't know. It's different, okay? So I'll throw it out like this. If you're Tony Hawk and you show up at the skate park and you're teaching the kids tricks, <laughs> that's fucking cool, all right? Amazing. No, no, no. Amazing. If you're, awesome. If you're yeah. the 45-year-old grungy dude down the street who's been skateboarding his whole life and you show up every day at the skate park to teach the kid tricks, you're <laughs> the creepy still guy. still refuses to get a job and is <laughs> fighting the machine. You're the creepy guy that no one wants to hang around, man. <laughs> Yeah, 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 you deliver pizzas on the weekend. You're not Tony Hawk, dude. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a good call. Like that's even, what I mean. Even pro snowboarders, what's that uh, Dingleberry, uh, Sean White? Uh, he's like retired now. He's 32. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's done. He's, you know, he can't do snowboarding into his 40s. You know? like, I'm too old for this shit. That's I gotta what I'm go. Saying, dude. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <That's> what... <laughs> you're right, dude. Because, like, uh, when you do a kickflip <laughs> and you're like in your teens, that's really cool. <laughs> but when you're 34 and you grab your son's skateboard and you do a kickflip, not cool. <laughs> <laughs> not cool. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Well, no, I take that back. I take that back. I take that back. If you're 35, you're wearing khakis and like night, you know, an Italian loafers. <laughs> and you just got done with your office job, and you grab your kid's skateboard and do a kickflip. Yes, that's cool. Very cool. That's cool. Very cool. <laughs> that's very cool. But but if you're 35, you're wearing Jinko shorts with the fucking chain wallet and goddamn, goddamn DC shoes, and you're like, no, kid, let me show you, and you got tattooed. Like, that's not cool. I'm parked, uh, or not parked, I'm, I'm stopped at this light. It's a long left turn light, um, kind of in an industrial area. I have to take it home all the time, right? And it's over a, a bridge. It's on a bridge over the highway. And, uh, you know, only... <laughs> you're not in a good place if you're crossing over a highway, usually. You know, if you're, you know what I'm saying? If you're walking over, a, you know, one of the roads over the highway, like, you're, you're, it's usually a guy dragging a sleeping bag, you know, or a dude got, with a shopping cart. Got, you know what I'm saying? I gotta tell you, I have, I have crossed a highway before. I have too. I'm not Never had a time in my life when I had a job. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you, middle of the day, crossing the highway. So, like, uh, but I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm stopped at the light, and it's a long one. You're usually waiting to turn. And I, I kind of, you know, catch... On the corner of my eye, these two guys, and they're both on these like BMX bikes with the pegs. Remember the pegs, you know, for like grinding oh, and all that it. stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the dudes, they had like, uh, you know, filthy cargo shorts on and, you know, drooping, dirty shirts and, you know, boots that didn't fit right. And they were just like, um, slowly rolling down this sidewalk on the highway overpass, you know? And I just, like, looked at them, and I'm watching them just really slowly just move down, and all I thought in my head was, look at these guys. Like, they're up to no good. (laughs) (laughs) Those guys, they're in their 40s. These guys are up to absolutely no good. Like, nothing good. They're rolling to do something so bad. They're robbing something. They're doing, like, 
There's no, nothing yeah. good coming out of these two dudes. These crusty fellas just rolling slowly over the highway overpass, you know, with the BMX It's not bikes. Sunday, so I know they're not going to church. <laughs> like, uh, I just, like, yeah. I just yeah, was just watching them, and, like, if I was a cop, like, I would just stop them immediately. And just, like, know, ask them what they're doing. What are you guys doing? You know what I mean? Like, where are you up to? Where are you guys going? Like, because it's so suspicious. You guys just look so fucking suspicious, man. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> uh, rem- remember when we were young I used to always complain why cops pulled me over well, I was a dude with long hair smoke billowing out of my 1981 <laughs> Cutlass Supreme with a smashed front end <laughs> and like nine dudes packed in the car of course I was getting pulled over you could always tell the troublemakers it's just so funny yeah you're right the old car with the sagging bottom and the foreheads you could see all of them <laughs> It's trouble. You know You know already. <laughs> the dirty, you know, the dirty <laughs> ribbed clothes. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, man. Like, you can just spot an unproductive member of society, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I'm not kidding. I just watched these guys. I'm like, you guys like, you didn't work. You haven't worked. Because <laughs> you, you see the guy with the minivan and the khakis, and you just, you just assume he has too much to lose. Like, that guy, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> He's doing what he has to. He's going to do what he's told just because he's got too much to lose. You yeah, might catch him speeding or something. Like, you know, he's not going too far out. You know? <laughs> oh, shit. Well, folks, welcome to Tangent with Mike and Frank. <laughs> We're rocking through a Rand Paul interviewing a Moderna CEO clip. <laughs> Let me remind you all. Rand Paul is why I'll never be president. Same thing with Ted Cruz. I fucking love you. I can't get through a clip of you. You guys are fucking forgettable. So... <laughs> this is the problem with these really smart guys. You yeah, see, that's why who wins president? So the the fucking morons, the apprentice guy, the guy with a stutter. You know when it works, it's like um you get Dick Cheney with George Bush. You know, you got the the smart evil dude with the clown dancing yeah, in front of the you screen. Gotta you know, yeah, you gotta so. have the guy up front that we can relate to. Exactly. So uh, what's that's why the Biden administration. Total shit show. It's just two clowns uh, using each other as a hand puppet. It's really ridiculous. <laughs> so, oh, dude, just like every band that needs to revive itself needs a John Mayer. A- any political administration that wants to revive itself, you need a Dick Cheney. Oh, yeah. You man. need a dick. You bring you a, a dick. dick. When in doubt, bring in a dick. Whip. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Were you going to say whip out a dick? Because I think you were about to say whip out one. I was going to say whip out a That's dick. That's better. I stole your thunder. I apologize. <laughs> no, you nailed it. <laughs> I mean, that was uh, it's title show title quality, but, you know. Joe Biden, you need a dick. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's true, though. I mean, we need leaders that... that Lyndon Johnson famously would whip out his penis in front of reporters and ask oh. them if they had ever seen anything so big. That's great. So, I mean, can we get some of that action back in the White House instead of the dudes tucking their dicks into their ass? You know, like, we <laughs> too much nonsense goofballery going on in this administration. And, again, the hand puppetry. <sighs> Kamala, Biden. It's funny, before we used to, like, know who the smart guy was in the room. Now... Are there any smart... Is there one smart guy in the room? <laughs> well, you know what? It really got me... Th- I've been really thinking about, uh, like... Because I didn't... I, I really still... I, I hate to say it. I know this, people hate me for it, but I, I don't really like Trump. I don't think he's a great... I don't think he's a good leader. He's a terrible leader. And I started to think of, like, what, what in me makes these people think of... Like, what makes me think that they're bad leaders? Even though I think Trump didn't do a bad job. But I think as far as leadership goes, what makes one of the things that makes Trump a terrible leader, all bad leaders have this one quality, and that is they really, really want the people to love them. Yes. No matter what anybody says, that is Trump's biggest downfall, is he wants you to love him, and he's, he, he's had such a fucked up life that he believes even you talking bad about him on TV, you're showing him love. So, 
Well, you know any, what I mean? Any press, even bad press, is good press, right? Isn't that how he loves it? Yeah. That's just he wants the attention, he craves the attention, he wants you to love and admire him. You know? Yeah. And man. that's just really bad leadership. And then on the total opposite end, <laughs> whatever you want to say about the guy, Joe Biden doesn't give a fuck about you. And <laughs> right. he doesn't give a fuck what you think about him that's or right. his family. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? And really what you want is the guy who He's not looking for your love and admiration. He actually doesn't care if you hate him. All he wants is better for you and the country. I think that's why DeSantis resonates so much with people more. I don't so think he's that guy, though. I don't think that's him. Again, I know time has faded this concept, but it, his strength will be to remind everyone he was the sole person standing up to the machine when everyone was shutting down. When everyone was restricting freedoms and where he said, no, I'm going to take a balanced approach to this. It it seems like a lot of people like that Gretchen Whitmer in Michigan and uh, Gavin Newsom, you know, these people were like power hungry narcissists, man. Like DeSantis. Ron DeSantis is falling for the trap of he's trying. Ron DeSantis is a Har- what is he, Yale or Harvard? He's Yale educated he's a Yale educated lawyer who went into JAG. Like this guy is superior to us. He you also know what I mean? tried he, or uh, he determined what was yeah, okay. <laughs> but hold on. he's an intellectual, right? Absolutely. And he's falling into the trap of, oh, I'm just an everyday guy. I'll have a beer with you. I'm George Bush. No, you're not, dude. You need to be I think what America really needs is the guy who's a true leader. Yes. And not, so, <laughs> I, I, want I don't to- <laughs> need you to be my friend and have a beer with me. I don't need you to want my love and admiration like Trump, but I, I'd want you to give a, I want you to care about my country and my future. Unlike Joe Biden, who is clearly just out for his people. You know? I, I totally agree, and I just wanted to throw in that he was the JAG uh, fella who worked Guantanamo Bay. <laughs> Which yeah. is very key. It's very for the torture. He was on he, the side. He of torture. literally was pro torture. I'm. This is not made up. He literally <laughs> was into the torture and trying to prove it was legal. Uh, he was defending the torturers. But you are right. We want a leader. We need a leader. We need someone who stands up for what they believe in. And I don't want to hear stories about the porn star he paid off ten years ago. Right. So I'm, I agree with you. I do believe DeSantis could be that guy i think the polls show though he hasn't stepped up to really that he's he's trying too hard to play like the bill clinton game does that make sense it does a hundred percent i think he needs to drop it because we need again i think he has to go ronald reagan ronald Ronald Reagan. reagan was better than us you are better than us. We need you to be better than us. Ronald Reagan was all about, uh, he was like the fatherly kind of guy, and he wanted to do the whole, you know, clean up the country, essentially. Remember, they? I think they started D.A.R.E., if I'm not mistaken, or his wife did. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, I, his, I think it was his wife. Yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure, like, no, that, but, yeah. I, again, I, I keep, I brought it up a lot uh, about DeSantis. He's the Reagan. He's it makes the most sense because Biden is no doubt the Jimmy Carter of our era and so we need the Reagan to kind of clean it up a little bit. And he you're right, he's not doing it right right now, but I could see him course correcting. He's got a lot of time and there's he a does lot, have the time. and he has a lot of distraction with Trump which actually just makes everything better for him. No matter how he flubs, no matter what kind of boots he wears to whatever disaster is going on, there's still Trump. They're fucking obsessed with Trump. That's true, dude. His mistakes last four seconds. Literally. They're literally in the media. Four, he gets to recover so quick and start again. And So that, that's a good point, dude, because they all keep, they all keep uh, focusing on the fact that he's 20 points behind. But I didn't think... You're right. He... He doesn't really make mistakes because they disappear so fast. Where Trump is has to be perfect. No, dude, DeSantis is the Obama of the right at this point. He's essentially uh, he wears a tan suit and everyone loses their mind. Yeah, because yeah. policy wise, he's sound. You cannot argue with his stances because um, he firmly believes in them and has a uh, a clear argument as to why he believes in those things. And so, and, and he—that's and what he needs. To, he needs to lean on it, like 
Listen, I agree with you, Ron. I want you to not be like, I don't know. I just, I want you to be the Yale educated. I, I don't want to agree with the guy that I'm sitting at the bar with. I want to agree with the Yale educated lawyer. It's great. Does that so, make sense? I have a Ron DeSantis clip, but we're in the middle of the Rand Paul thing. I don't know. Should we jump? Ah, Rand! I'm sorry. <laughs> I wanted to finish it. It it ends so hot. I'm sure. Ends. We gotta hear. Okay, okay. Rand, go ahead. Let's we'll go end back it to Rand. And then we'll Let's do a Rand. rapid fire into the DeSantis. The you know, problem is every time I hear Rand, I think of Rand Road, my favorite road. There are higher <laughs> incidents of myocarditis among adolescent males 16 to 24 after Rand taking Road. your vaccine. Rand Road's pretty rad. So thank you for the question, Senator. First, let me say we care deeply about safety and we're working closely to, with the CDC and the FDA. To Pretty get... much a yes or no. Is there a higher incidence <laughs> of myocarditis among boys 16 to 24 after they take your vaccine? The data I've shown actually, I've seen, sorry, from the CDC actually shown that there's less myocarditis for people who get the vaccine versus who get COVID infection. You're, you're saying that for ages 16 to 24 among males who take the COVID vaccine, their risk of myocarditis is less than people who get the disease. That is my understanding. That is not true. And I'd like to enter into the record six peer-reviewed papers from the Journal of Vaccine, the Annals of Medicine that say the complete opposite of what you say. Uh, I also spoke with your president just last week, and he readily acknowledged in private that, yes, there is an increased risk of myocarditis. The fact that you can't say it in public is quite disturbing. Yeah! Oh, my God. Worth the wait, people. Six peer review studies. <laughs> it's a little convincing. Yeah, man. That is wow. great stuff. I love that. Wow. We need more That's of what that. We need. Yes, man. Endless streaming of of just uh, yes. holding these people to the fire. It's no, deserved. can you go back to Trump's getting arrested? <laughs> yeah. That's oh right. God. That you know what I mean? That's what pisses me off. That's what pisses me off. Oh, we're not allowed to talk about this, man. No, no, here's what I try to explain to everybody is what is real media and what is just bought bullshit? Whoever plays that clip, that's real independent media, right? Sure. Anybody who's bought and paid for can't play that. They're admitting, Rand Paul is saying we have evidence to prove your shots cause myocarditis. Myocarditis. 16 to 24. Uh, Just in that age group, man, I can't imagine what it's doing to people older. We have to now assume that all the celebrities, everyone who has died from strokes and heart attacks over the last two years is from the vaccine. Bob Saget for sure, dude. Bob Saget for sure. They buried that death. They could not admit what happened there. That guy had a stroke. Man. And I know everyone always brings up the cocaine jokes, but DMX had a heart attack I believe two weeks after getting his second shot. It was a rough ride. It was a... Hey! Oh, man! How does he do it? Whoa! Where are my dogs at? What? Oh, baby! Where are my dogs at, you know? I just poured out part of my beer for him. Sorry, DMX. That was for you, good sir. It just seems more likely now that all the celebrities, I like to center on the celebrities because it's in the news and people can um, you know, look it up and check it out, but we had just such an incredible amount of excess celebrity deaths over the last year, uh, people who had and cancer. And personal in our family, dude. Everybody had deaths in their families. Deaths. And I think that's... That's the hardest thing there. They, you could hide the celebrity deaths with like, oh, well, yeah, you know, he he had this uh, assist in his hand when he was 14 years old. So that I think that's why he got uh, myocarditis when he was 40. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like, dude, we know our family. And it's like, this guy died from what? This, now these people have <clears throat> cancer and this person has cancer. Yeah, they, All these people yes. now have like uh, reproductive problems. It's like, dude, what? Anecdotally, it's all seeming a bit 
um, coincidental, and there's no such thing as coincidences, really. Uh, the problem here is two years ago, the conspiracy theory tinfoil hat nut jobs were saying, please watch yourself. We don't know what's going on with these shots. They didn't test them. There's no data, and there's a good chance that they can cause a lot of uh, you know, physical issues. Here we are, and now they're, <sighs> they're admitting it, dude. And no, I, I don't know if you've noticed their like response lately. Like, like literally, they're saying we had no time to test it. So, oh, is there an increase in myocarditis? Well, we didn't know about that till after everybody got it. <laughs> we, you told everybody it was safe. <laughs> of course. Hey, look, we didn't you know. know <laughs> we didn't know monkeypox was a side effect of the vaccine until all the gays got it. But uh, look what happened. Uh, why are you looking at me? I didn't even have time to test it. <laughs> We had to work at Operation Warp Speed here, man. I was, I was going warp speed. Fucking warp I'm speed. Only, I'm only human. I can't go warp speed. We're going to get more information. Again, I keep saying they're, he's saving the best for last. They're going to bring up Fauci. They're going to interview the guy. They're going to ask him questions. <clears throat> he's already on record. They have him lying already. He's going to bring him up and make Fauci lie some more. I the rats wait. always jump the shit first. <laughs> I'm already long gone, Frank. <laughs> this is Fauci from Fiji calling in. <laughs> yeah. Fiji's not an extraditionary, right? Where's Dasha? <laughs> oh, he's playing volleyball. <laughs> skedaddled out of here We're, we'll never see Fauci again we've got to be at that point we've joked no, about no. this so much but then he comes back around and does the rounds on like MSNBC and CNN it's <laughs> ironic I, I, I tort- a career of torturing dogs and raccoons but I fell in love with the raccoon dog <laughs> such a beautiful animal Frank you have no idea Loves you like a dog, but it has thumbs. It's crazy. <laughs> it gives you massages. It's like <laughs> a jerky off. It's unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> no, I knew what they were talking about with them wet markets. It's crazy. <laughs> I'm getting wet just thinking about it. Jesus Christ. Should know how to make an old man bluff a blush over here. <laughs> <laughs> the raccoon dog is the only thing that could ever get me to leave Martha. She was too clingy. <laughs> you know what's so funny is all, through all this I never even learned his wife's name. I know. We, we got like we got like three years of me calling her Martha. It's Martha in my book, dude. <laughs> Like I can picture what she looks like and everything. <laughs> it's tough. you know she works for the NIH. I know, like the <laughs> highest paid politician in our country. Like she, I believe, works for the department in the NIH that confirms whether or not what Fauci's department does is ethical. Well, technically, she's my boss, but I do her performance <laughs> reviews. <laughs> the government's a beautiful system. <laughs> she also makes my lunch and it works out great. <laughs> I'm in charge of her funding. She's in charge of my promotions. <laughs> it's it's funny because it's fucking true, man. It's, it's so, so true. Like... But, but, but Frank, you know who wears the pants at the house, okay? <laughs> She's from Brooklyn, so you know. <laughs> Martha's no DC gal. (laughs) (laughs) When I come home, there's no doctor, there's no Mr. Fauci, it's just Tony. Tony, take out the trash. Tony, do the dishes. I put my pants on just like everybody else. I have a slave to it. <laughs>